The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Fed can just print more money out of thin air, but the government's always going to be in debt to the Fed. This one's going to ruffle a few feathers here, I would say. Uh, talking a little bit about swastikas and Nazis here at Dangerous World Podcast. Fun stuff, though, man. Jumping in on the deep end here. Yeah, we're not we're not even giving a fuck right now. Because this is going to be something that... The reason that I wanted to talk about this was just because I feel, and a lot of people in this community feel, that there seems to be some remnants of the Third Reich that are still hanging around. The, uh, you know, the powers that be seem to sort of be sort of emulating like the Third Reich. A lot of people think we're in the Fourth Reich, um, but we'll see how this goes um, and what you guys think of it when we're all done here. Um, but first of all, man, how are you doing this evening? What are you drinking? You want to like... It's German. A- yeah, it's German and it's non-alcoholic. Oh, really? Yeah, it is. That's I'm, good, man. I'm trying to switch it up during, during the weekdays. I already did drink a beer beer, but I actually like the taste of beer. Okay, so and you're one of those. I'm trying trying uh, the the non-alcoholic ones. So interesting, Klaus Klaus Taller. There you go. Very nice. I like the sound of that. I'm sticking with my normal White Claw, my hard seltzers. I like those things. Um, And there's no German or Nazi roots to it, so I feel like it's acceptable to drink right now. It it feels strange to me though that every time the left calls someone a Nazi, you guys are like, "Oh, that's that. That's exactly what what you would do." And then when you guys are doing like, "Oh no, it makes sense. It makes sense." Well, who who do we call Nazis? Huh? Who do we call Nazis? I think over several recordings, we've I got comparisons between liberals. And oh, sure. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, the Nazi, the cause, like the the way yeah. of like book burning, um, trying to censor people that don't agree with you and things like that. I mean, that is the Nazi behavior, legitimately. Um, and we we kind of broke that down a while ago. But um, my thing with this type of topic, I a lot of this research that I did for this episode was based off this book, The Nazis in the Occult, The Dark Forces Unleashed by the Third Reich by Paul Rowland. And I got this weird look from the lady when I bought this book a couple of months ago. Um, what is it about like just researching enemies of, of the world? It's because you look like every mass shooter that's been arrested no, for I the last month. Not this last guy. He was Arab. He, he was have you seen the picture Syrian. of him? Yeah, he's Syrian. Yeah, he's got the beard. Yeah, I mean beards are. Dude, beards, he looks. He look, I, beards are masculine. I had to. Ch- I had to text you real quick just to make sure that you had that. It wasn't on. me. <laughs> I know he's got. He's got a little belly like I do too. For some reason, he wasn't wearing a shirt in this. Uh, and we're talking about, of course, the King Super Shooter in Boulder, Colorado. Very tragic. 
Uh, but the liberals seemed very excited when they thought that it was a white man. Um, I, some female comedian probably sucks was saying, uh, like, I, you know, I, I guarantee you this is a white guy because they took him into custody. If he was black or brown, they would have shot him. And then when it came out that it was a, a Syrian immigrant from the Obama era, uh, they were like, well, let's not put his name out there. Literally, like they said, let's not put his name out there. Let's not hype him up. Um, so, the, I mean, it's disturbing when you start doing this. Some some other shitty comedian bet his salary that it was a uh, a white guy. And then, you know, let's see who gets that salary now. Um, but I've been fascinated with, you know, scary movies and horror things like this. And so that's what, kind of what I equate like the, the Nazi, um, you know, learning about the Nazis and just all of this stuff where, you know, you're not supposed to really get into this kind of information and I think that this is very dangerous, right? If you're not able to research it. But I mean, you're a horror movie buff. I'm a horror movie. I love all of of the uh, the stuff that you're not really supposed to be interested in. It's very interesting to me. Um, I think this is what makes a lot of people like horror movies. And so this is what kind of, you know, draws me to this type of research. Um, but I want to get into it, man, because there's a lot here. Um, I'm going to have a hard time fitting all this information into one hour. So let's just hop right in here. Okay. Um, as I said, most of my research comes from a book. I did a lot of online research as well. Um, but one of the quotes from this guy, Lewis Spence, that I was uh, that I came across in the book is, if something profoundly evil does not lurk behind Germany's present tyranny, where indeed is evil to be found? And we've talked about this before, man. Like This is why a lot of people do think that there was some dark forces behind the, the Third Reich and behind Hitler. And it, I mean, it, it just really does make sense. This guy wrote a... a, a an anti-Nazi pamphlet. Um, you it know, it somehow seems like you lack um, imagination if you can't see the evil inherent. In sure. That, you know? Well, yeah, dude. I mean, and and there's a problem with people just not wanting to look into this, and this is why I, I wanted to share this because the swastika itself was hijacked by Hitler, right? And it, it really is a shame that that this symbol that meant so many good things, it's associated with a lot of good things. So it comes from a san- Sanskrit, right? Sanskrit, yeah. yeah. It's Sanskrit from the uh, the Hindu uh, religion. Um, it's uh, affiliated with Ganesh and all these other things, which we're going to break down. Um, but yeah, man, th- this guy, like I said, this, uh, this Louis Spence, he wrote this anti-Nazi pamphlet. And it was literally he was along with a lot of other people. He believed that the Nazis were actually trying to usher in this dark age to renew humanity. And this ties in with the black sun and all this good stuff. You guys are in for a treat on this one. I I had fun with it. Real quick. Can you explain that uh, to to restart humanity? Is it saying that inherent in humanity is some kind of evil? Because it sounds to me like he's trying to end it. How does he... How does that logic work? Well, he wasn't trying to end humanity. In their mind, they were trying to get rid of people that didn't agree with them because they had the best idea Uh, of how to keep... Yeah, so that's like wiping everything out and starting anew. And the black sun... Yeah, exactly. uh, And didn't they call it like religious cleansing or ethnic cleansing and like the final solution? That was all that shit, right? Falls under that category, yeah. Yeah, so um, I mean, they all believed that there were, you know, other like unworldly powers, malevolent forces behind the Third Reich. Um, so again, you know, the swastika or as they called it, the Hawken cruise, uh, I mean, it was essentially, it was the reverse version of the Sanskrit symbol, which means auspicious vision or awakening of the third eye. And it was also called the Gamadean cross because of the Greek letter gamma, which is literally just an upside down L. You've probably seen it on frat houses and all this kind of stuff. Um, just literally an upside down L and you can see that there's four upside down L's or right side up L's, depending on the way that you're looking at it. In the swastika, and they all rotate the same way. 
Um, but we're going to see a lot of symbolism in Gamma and the letter G itself. Um, and the most satanic symbols are upside down, pure symbols. So this is literally what, what Hitler did with the swastika. He took the um, auspicious vision, which is, the, again, the awakening of the third eye, something that is very good. Um, also, maybe satanic, you know, um, uh, allegedly, I, sh I guess I should say, we're supposed to kind of stay dumb. You know, according to the Bible, you know, um, Eve ate the fruit that made her, uh, you know, gain some level of consciousness. And so some some like Bible bashers may think that that the um, the awakening or enlightenment is negative. But a lot of people do see it as a good thing. And so this is why that Sanskrit inversion of the swastika, uh, you know, is is it, it harnessed a lot of, of evil energy. Um, but Ganesh, that Indian elephant god, right? It's associated with the swastika, and you can see a lot of images with the swastika and Ganesh's face right in the middle of it. And the mantra of Ganesh is Gan, G-A-N. And it also symbolizes the awakening or enlightenment, just like the, the symbol itself. Um, also, new beginnings, which the Nazis were trying to find with their final solution, okay? Ganesh is also known as the remover of obstacles. The Jewish people were the Nazis' obstacles in the Third Reich's opinion. I mean, that's undeniable, right? Like, they, they pitted an entire nation against this one group of people, and they used that symbol to, to you know, essentially saying, like, we're going we're gonna to enlighten ourselves, we're going to remove our obstacles, and this is going to be a better start or, or a, a renewing of our civilization. Is that the, is that the same logic that explains why they're getting rid of black people and homosexuals too the the nazis mm -hmm. sure yeah. yeah anything that's not uh aryan you know the blonde hair blue eyed yeah. and that's the thing if they would have kept going they had a lot of brunette people that were supporting them but just like that poem which i'll probably reference a couple times uh like what is it then they came for me that poem where it's like the first they were going after the jews no one helped them because they weren't jewish blah 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 yeah um they would have gone for everyone that wasn't blonde hair, blue eyed at the end of the day. Right. And I think that that's kind of undeniable, but um, there was a lot of people that, that supported them that didn't fall into that platform uh, or that, that description. But so believe it or not, this is where it gets confusing. Okay. Uh, if that wasn't confusing enough, but I promise it all makes sense here. Um, Ganesh means the throne of Gan, which again, Gan is the mantra. So you have God, which comes from Gan or Ganesh, then Gamma or Guru Ave, which is Jupiter in Eastern religions. Okay, so you see G, 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 G over again. Guru Ave is Jupiter, which is associated with the crown chakra. This is the top chakra. This is like the supreme chakra, the supreme race, the supreme chakra. And in later Western rituals, the G represents all seeing. This is why you see like the Freemasons using, uh, you know, in the all seeing eye, the Illuminati, all seeing. Okay. This ties also to the eye of Horus. And I know that you probably know what this is. You may not know it by that name. That's that Egyptian symbol with the weird little uh, line going off to the left, the one going down, and then the squiggly line. Um, In tattoos, it's like the thing that came after the uh, barbed wire on the on the arm. Like yeah. Every, every girl. Yeah. yeah got, Very basic good shit the, with, yeah. as far as tattoos go. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I mean, with but the G here in this eye of Horus it represents the golden mean spiral. And I know you know what that is. The golden mean spiral, that logarithmic uh, spiral used in ancient Egyptian architecture. Do you know what that is? It's the same to be, uh, Fibonacci is said to be kind of echoing the, these thoughts too. The, the, the spiral is the perfect shape. 
Yeah. Sure. And then the, the spiral also cuts in half and yep. it makes a, a, a. And it's seen everywhere in nature. It's scary as shit. It's just it's shit because it's so prominent. Uh, it, and it's it, like, exactly. There's got to be something, uh, as I often say, upstream to, to these swirls. Sure. Well, yeah, and it's even in the stock market. I mean, the stock market moves off the Fibonacci code, which, you know, a lot of people, you know, will acknowledge that the stock market's rigged and it's manipulated heavily. But the powers that be manipulate the stock market because of the Fibonacci code. They follow the Fibonacci code. And they, this is why they say it's a living, breathing thing. It follows the it follows the Fibonacci code. Uh, but, yeah, there's really great pictures of like the Sphinx sitting in the middle of two pyramids and it follows the the golden the golden mean spiral. Um, you can just Google this and, and see what it is if, you, if you're not familiar. The Darren Aronofsky film uh, Pi talks specifically about this. I think I've mentioned it on this podcast too, where he like talks to uh, a, a, a group of Jews, uh, gets their Hebrew symbology from their language, and applies it to his code that he's trying to get to like crack the stock market and just be able to tell wherever it's going. And he un he un he unopens some some truth that like is too much for him, and he ends up going crazy digging it into his own head. He unopens it. Does that mean he closes it? Unopening. Opens it. Sorry, did I say oh, okay. unopen. Yeah, you did. It's all right though. <laughs> um, you guys got to remember, he got the vaccine. Brandon got the vaccine, yeah, so yeah. he's a little jumbled still. <laughs> I'm still I mean, how long ago? There's a delay, even though you're sitting in my living, in my room. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're hearing a little late. That's why he's interrupted. But no, it's fine, man. Honestly, dude, jump in because like I got a lot of shit here, and I know that you have a lot of uh, of knowledge with this type of stuff. But um, you know, getting back to it here, I, that picture I showed you with the brain, you know that that um, the eye inside the brain, the eye of Horus, that is supposed to be the third eye, right? So, and that's it's very interesting because you see like the brain stem coming off the eye and all that. Um, but you know, along with all those other things, the swastika also represents the Milky Way galaxy, which, you know, it's a spiral. It's kind of like a, um, you know, the, the swastika is a really kind of like a pixelated spiral, if you want to think about it. And then it also, um, it has the positions of the Milky Way. If you're looking at the North Star, and I have a really interesting picture that I'm going to post uh, just for you all to, to check out when you hear the episode. The North Star is in the center and the Big Dipper moves like a swastika around the north star so like in the in in all the seasons too so you got summer winter fall and then uh spring and it all moves the in in the exact way of a swastika so that is very interesting and there's more galactic significance with the swastika that we'll get into but you just have to know like the whole time when i'm mentioning the swastika over and over again it started out as such a pure symbol it was like literally all knowing it was enlightenment it was a good good thing and this is why hitler was actually able to get such a following by using that. And a lot of people today would would uh, compare Trump using that MAGA term, you know, making America great again. It sounds great. A lot of people would say that MAGA was a sigil, just like the swastika was a sigil for Hitler, right? I don't know if you're following me with that or not, but um, there are some serious comparisons that are a little creepy, uh, even for a Trump supporter like myself. I'm a little wishy-washy on Trump now after seeing how he just rolled over. Um, but I would take him over Biden any fucking day of the week. I'll tell you that. Or Kamala, who's going to get in here in a month or two. Um, but this is where the whole swastika thing gets satanic. Okay. So the goat, right? Or Baphomet. Baphomet's that hermaphrodite goat that, you know, all the like Jay-Z and all the Illuminati worship. Um, but the goat was spelled G-O-T. So here we see G again, G-O-T, phonetically goat. And apparently, N and T are interchangeable in that Eastern language, giving us GAM, phonetically GAM, 
or a way to say gone in another term for God, right? I mentioned that earlier, gone, God, gam, all that shit. Um, the word goat, which is a free-thinking animal, this is why the goat is satanic. It's not a sheep. Sheep move in herds. They all follow each other. And the goat is is very independent. So this is why, um, you know, shepherds back in the days, uh, like the biblical times, sheep were good animals, goat were bad animals. Um, and that's only because they were free thinking. It's like a sheep's go to heaven, goats go to hell. It's a it's a it's a cake song, but obviously it comes from a the, I think a verse in Corinthians when God's telling people or when uh, Paul is telling people that God is going to divide people into two camps. So you got the goats. On 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 the left, I think, and the the sheep on the right. Yeah. Yeah, you know what's fucked up is my my Chinese zodiac animal is goat. I don't know what yours is. If you know what yours is, horse. But is it a horse? Yeah. Okay. It's well, always really vague. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck a horse is. Horses are reliable. So yeah. I mean, we'll give you that there. Okay. At it's, least you're not going to hell. It's a big dicked animal right there too. Sure. <laughs> uh, but so the mantra for God of the Awakening is gone. That G A N that we that we continue to say here. And I promise I'm not trying to hypnotize you by, by saying gone over and over again. Um, but it's this awakening. And the same thing, uh, worst of all, for goat, is where our current term God comes from. Is from goat. Like, it, it literally is just uh, the manipulating uh, and the substitution of the, the letters. We get our, our, you know, the American word God, we get from the, the animal, which is goat, just by all of these, like, loose translations of uh of the animal and the way that we see it spelled and the way that it sounds and you know all that shit it, it just is goat is is the same thing as god and i know that that's weird it's not saying that our god that we that a lot of christians here worship it's not saying that it's satanic um but it may have been set up for us to to you know eventually kind of gain this knowledge and to realize um falsely that the God that Christians worship is satanic. And that's why it's so dark. Um, but the goat was the symbol for the crown chakra as well, which so was Jupiter, which started with a G um, in, in uh, the Guru Ave, which is that Eastern language. Um, but uh, Enki, the Sumerian God of mischief, knowledge, and water, ruled the goat throne and was called the Lord of the Eye. So there you're getting your third eye, your uh, your eye of Horus, your all, all that shit. I mean, it's all just I's and G's and it's just coming. It's all all related initially. Um, but so again, God, Gan, Ganesh, Gamma, Guru, Guru Ave, Galaxy, Goat, and then again, the gold in Golden Spiral. All highly symbolic in the occult world. And that's exactly why, like I said, why Freemasons use the G in their symbol. It's not God or geometry like a lot of people think. That G literally represents everything in Freemasonry. That's why they include it in their little symbol there. So now you know why we call our God, God. You know, it's not Allah. It's not uh, Yahweh. It's not a name. Yahweh. Yeah, it's not a name. It's it's just we just paint that that broad brush and call it God or him or her, whatever you want to call it. Um, on the flag of the Nazis, they had the red and black on there. Obviously they had white too, but red and black are the traditional colors of the devil. And the SS wore black and silver, um, with, you know, all their insignia, like all the little symbols that they had were in actual metal silver and silver, believe it or not, which I've been collecting lately is the metal of the devil, according to the Bible, because, uh, you know, apparently the bankers at the time 
were very affiliated with the church. You might be able to explain this a little bit better, Brandon, but uh, the, the bankers and the church were taxing very high on silver because these were uh, a, a church accepted offering to God, right? Do you know anything about that? Just that in Eastern or in the traditional Christian and Jewish culture, the tax, the people who were doing the taxing were seen as ungodly to some extent. That's actually sure. does contribute to the idea of, of uh, Jews ruling, ruling the world and being associated and being evil. Therefore, um, yeah, there's that idea. Uh, there's the story of Zacchaeus. I remember he was like uh, too small to see Jesus and Jesus like, oh, well, sucks. yeah, yeah. So he had to climb a tree and Jesus told him, uh, Hey, come down from that tree and I'm going to forgive you. And everyone got mad at him because he was the, the taxpayer. It is strange to me though, that, on uh, the belts, they would print "Gott mein Unsk" for for the Nazi uniforms. Uh, God on my side. Sure. That, well, that maybe that goes into the inversion kind of thing. That exactly, you're about man. Too. Like put the put the good name on it, set it on the bad stuff, right? Exactly. Dude. Like that. This is why like everything is an inversion, just like the swastika being flipped around from that Hindu all-seeing eye symbol. The cross, you know, Satan is like the upside-down cross, um, and evil is kind of subjective, right? I mean, like if if uh, in World War II, to the Nazis, the Allies were evil, right? Yeah. Obviously. And I mean, that that is not, I'm not breaking any ground here by saying that, but it just depends on what side you're on. Um, to ISIS, the United States is evil and vice versa, right? Tim, Tim Dillon, actually, who I mention a lot, he's not sponsoring the show, but he has this great bit where he's talking about, like, there's good guys in ISIS. There's some mm-hmm. guy that his nephew got bombed in a fucking drone strike, and he's just trying to get some revenge. So evil is very subjective, um, but I, I think you'd be hard pressed to find someone that will side with the Nazis today. Um, obviously, they they do exist. There's the neo Nazis, which we're going to get into here in a second, and how they honor the swastika and Orion, um, the galaxy, and all that stuff here. But um, the Black Sun, which I mentioned a, a little bit ago, six 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 is the Kabbalistic square root of the sun. Okay, and I don't know anything about Kabbalah or Kabbalah, whatever the fuck. But it's very, uh, it's a Jewish mystic religion, right? So um, this is where that 666 comes from. And you can see it over and over again uh, in Kabbalism. Kabbalism? How do you say it? Kabbalism? In uh, in the Kabbalah, I think. It's just Kabbalah? Kabbalah? Sounds like Kamalah, right? (laughs) It's interesting. But no, so the symbol signifies the um, synodic burnal point of the zodiac eons of time. This is like the ages, right? This is that, I don't know if you've seen the black sun symbol, it's that, it looks like a bunch of swastikas, it's like a thing in the middle, it's a circle with a bunch of like the kiss S, you know, the Mm -hmm. band kiss, it has those little S's going all the way through it, and that symbolizes all of the ages or the eons of time, and when the German elite started using the swastika sigil, they knew that it was uh, just as much of an anti-Christian symbol it was uh, for its initial intent, which was anti-Semitism, obviously, uh, but they believed that communism, capitalism, and democracy were all part of a larger Jewish Masonic conspiracy and thought socialism was the only way to run a successful and fair society. So you agree with the Nazis on this, I'm sure. Uh, but I, I mean... <laughs> there's a lot... There's You'll watch that documentary, I think, where they're pr- uh, prosecuting the last uh, living Germans who they've found. It's scary to think, but I, th- I think it's... Uh, True in talking about evil, not in talking about how much we should hate these people, but in talking about evil, there are some good fathers in that group of sure. people who are prosecuted. So it is, you got to wade through 
the evil part, to, a lot of evil part to find the good part. And I don't think we should actually spend any time doing that. But just to, I mean, it's yeah. over with. I think, you know, it, it is unfortunate, uh, you know, like the, the conspiracy theory that uh, Hitler escaped to Argentina. You know, people that really go down that rabbit hole, it's very... Um, it's anticlimactic, right. you know. A lot of people think that Hitler died in a bunker, and then you kind of then there's that crazy hollow earth theory where these beings came up and they sucked him down into the hollow earth, right? Um, and then and then brought him up. He popped up in in Argentina. Um, I don't know, man. I to me the do you think Hitler died? Yeah, I mean, obviously he's dead now, but do you think he died in the bunker? Uh, I don't know of any big like uh conspiracy to say otherwise other than the ones that we've talked about which we've i've already talked about how i feel about those yeah so. there's a great video that i have on youtube that i might actually post to 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 share with you all um when we release the episode but his bodyguard and his butler they both looked exactly like him i guess like through some some plastic mm. surgery through um who was the fucking angel of death I can't believe I don't remember this. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't remember his name. What either, is his fucking name? We can remember that right now. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm a little, little, little buzzed here. We had an interview with someone that was talking about him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the Angel of Death, and this is like one of those things that they do in, uh, in what's that movie? The Office, the show where they're like, uh, Mangle. Man- break Mangle. me, yeah, Mangala. Yeah. Where break me off a piece of that, that what? Break me off a piece of that what bar? You know what I mean? And the audience is going, Kit Kat. Oh, yeah. and, like, and so like that's probably about half What's of our... The name? Yeah, yeah. yeah, half the people here are listening, Mangala. But no, so yeah, uh, my bad on that. But uh, it's just interesting, dude, like this, like with the Black Sun, it's what it is, is uh, it's a void, essentially, and the black hole that no light can escape from. This is what obviously, you know, what they were get, kind of getting at with the Black Sun, and death must occur for transformation this is you know obviously them uh getting rid of all of these people that they don't see as pure they don't see as like descendants of the Aryans. um so the idea about the black sun is that when it can no longer absorb any light or any life it implodes like an atom bomb and just think like the big bang theory here anything has to start over anything that's going to start over um it's got to essentially just renew. It's got to wipe everything out and start over. It's a simple, but it's dark thought, really. Um, and then this is more more of the galactic kind of information that that these uh, Nazis of the Third Reich still inspire today, and the neo Nazis and all of these people that uh, that still follow Hitler's uh, you know agenda. And interestingly enough, it's one of my favorite constellations, Orion, just because it has my name in it. Um, but I mean, it, it's it's kind of weird when you see like Satan and his demons. They supposedly reveal themselves to many of Jesus's disciples that they come from the constellation Orion. Um, and the neo Nazis they actually use "our race is our nation." And if you take those first letters, that's Orion, right? Our race is our nation, um, or Orion. But it's uh, it's been an Aryan slogan for generations, and I think that that is kind of interesting. Where you start, I mean, there's just this constant overlapping of Satanism, um, the dark arts, and uh, and and the Nazis, and the, you know, more importantly, the neo Nazis, because we're still dealing with them today. I remember uh, Orion most from MIB, which is a great place sure. because uh, well, and that's he, interesting. Yeah, too. he refers specifically to that. I can't remember the dog has a collar with uh, Orion. Uh, oh yeah, the dog's name was Orion, right? Was it? Yeah, yeah, because he's on that. Orion's belt. The galaxy is on Orion's belt, is it? 
Sure. But just okay. just it just mixed in with me with the Men in Black like. Uh, well, and that's that, there was a lot of subliminal messages in that movie, right? I mean, that's one of those. Um, Will Smith I, is a good actor. Is that no, a, is that I, one of the messages. Yeah. <laughs> one of the subliminal messages they were trying to convince us of. He's Will Smith in every movie to me. Yeah. Like even when yeah. even in um uh that not Sucker Punch. What's the one with the Harley Quinn Suicide Squad? Suicide Squad, yeah. Dude, he like he's a, he's. The, I like I th- I seem to like Will Smith because I like all of his parts, but yeah. he is just Will Smith. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's the thing. Yeah, well I like him too. He's he's a good actor. Um, but I mean he always has that attitude where it's like I don't know. I just I'm not a big fan. It's not because he's black. I just don't like him. He's just not jiggy with it. As far as I'm concerned, dude, exactly. As far as I'm concerned, uh, Denzel Washington is like the greatest actor of all time. Like, uh. un- undeniable. Um, there's other better black actors than uh, than old Willie, but, you know, he gets a lot of credit for some reason. He's good. He's good. I'll give it to him. But, um, but yeah, dude, like, there's so much predictive programming in that Men in Black movie. That it's kind of interesting that they kind of like throw that in as a side note mm-hmm. that the secrets are in Orion's belt and all that shit. It's interesting, man. You can learn a lot from pop culture. People, you know, growing up, your parents are always telling you, it's just a movie. Don't be scared. It's not real. A lot of the research that goes into it is real. You know what I mean? Um, obviously, though, they're, there's, uh, they're, they're heavily dramatized. But um, we got to say that as a PSA here because we're sponsored by Warner Brothers now. <laughs> but um, the, so the, the reason that they like this phrase of Orion, um, our nation is our race, is because the phrase ties back to Egypt where the pyramids, those three main pyramids, they're thought to represent Orion's belt or the stances of Thoth. And Thoth isn't, isn't Thoth, uh, like uh, Lovecraft wrote about Thoth a lot, right? Thoth, I don't know. It sounds like it feels like I'm from Bolivia when I say that word, though. Thoth. 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 It's, it sounds like you're missing a couple teeth when you try to say like so or something like Thoth. But um, you know the Nazis loved Egyptian culture too, though, and so this is why uh, it all kind of ties together. It's synonymous with Satan, just in Egypt. A lot of the you know the like the Baphomet was inspired by that. Um, a lot of uh, like what is up is down or as above so below. A lot of that shit comes from Egyptian culture. Um, at its roots, and there's a lot of um, a lot of like the slave, um, you know, you, you know, kind of exploiting slaves to create something that is still standing today, um, you know, and obviously just mistreatment of of a lot of people. Egyptians also really fucked with Moses a lot, right? Like the pharaohs fucked with Moses in a big way. Um, was it Moses? You know more about the Bible than me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. No. So in um, the Bible, it says that. Yes. Well, sure. Um, but I, so because they want to go back in time to where the strong survive and, and they want to return to natural law. This is really why uh, the Nazis are, are so in favor of like these archaic times and and just really uh, just getting back to the basics, as, as they would like to say. If they were doing like an HGTV commercial, it would be like just getting back to basics. Easy. Farm to table, plate to face, all that good <laughs> stuff. It's going to be a fun time if we just get rid of these people going to be a lot better the strong survive so you know it's dark dark stuff but um i mean why do you think this would be because don't you think that going back to natural law would be in terms of the bible going back to natural law where we don't have this technology we don't have it to where we're keeping our weak alive Mm -hmm. Does that seem satanic or does it seem like biblical it seems biblical to me. that's what i was thinking too you mentioned early on that like people who are would be critical of the things that were discovered in the Renaissance would be uh, the Bible bashers. I th- see it as the exact opposite. I think that the 
um, enlightenment has been the thing that's pushed back religious sure. power on, on the on the world more than a whole bunch of things in the last few hundred years. Well, yeah, dude. Before we get out of Thoth, too, I, I did look up uh, Thoth on the Lovecraft fandom website here. So Thoth, <laughs> Thoth Amon is a character from the Conan cycle. Nice. Uh, yeah, and uh, he's a Stygian wizard and at one time possessed the Serpent Ring of Set, which is also called the, the Ring of Thoth Amon and is uh, also referred to as the God in a Bowl. But in one of... In one of a, uh, in one of uh, Lovecraft's books, specifically from the Necronomicon, so the uh, the Necronomicon, book of, ne- ne- Necronomicon, excuse me, uh, the Book of the Dead, right? Sure. And yeah, dude. I mean, I remember um, was it David West that was talking about all that stuff with us? Mm-hmm. With the uh, you know, he's a big Lovecraftian author. He has some cool books. Um, but I mean, I just thought. I mean, it seems like God seems to favor natural law, right? In my opinion, the he, Christian God. So he, if God is real, he he was the one setting the natural law. Sure, so, that's what so, I'm saying. Yeah, so if you getting, go against that, it's you're getting not good. away from it by yeah. Well, but you, then you know these Nazis do these mental gymnastics in order to to say that they want to get back to natural law um, and get rid of all of these people that God also put. On the earth, essentially, right? I mean, it's just, I th- it's I th- hard, it's I, hard to get there. I, no, it is really hard to get there. I mean, the Aryan, the idea of Aryans, I don't think is a real thing either. And sure. And yeah, like, it's like the Nephilim. It's like a made up race as far as they, they, they say that it's, uh, um, they, they can, the Nazis were able to like track down where they think the Aryans came from, but all this research and science is, is, is bullshit. I think you can, we would be comfortable saying that because they're trying to invert like reality sure. to some extent. Well, I think that it's not, I mean, like you can, Aryans could just be another name for like another society, like the Sumerians or things like that. Like that, that's kind of where I mean it, it goes. Seems it goes wrong. into though thinking that they're that human beings are divided by a race, which is racism, right? So sure, yeah. But uh, so, but it's not it's not a far cry for them to get there through biblical um, ideology. I mean, Rome, uh, Hitler himself was a Roman Catholic. Talks about it in I think page four of Mein Kampf. Well, he was the Jewish Rothschild, is what he really was. But it's all right. He calls it. How about this? He calls himself in his book about his struggle. Uh, Mein Kampf saying, uh, yeah, I am a Roman Catholic and I look to uh, Jesus Christ, the Lord, for as my example in your theory here, it's yeah. he's he's uh, achieving that that uh, re- reversion of it. What is it called? Not the, not the reversion. Inversion. In, inversion. Again, of, vaccinated of, guy. OK, yeah. don't worry about it. But no. Um, it, so, we, I mean, dude, do you I, I, in my opinion, man, I don't think Hitler even knew that he was a Rothschild. You know what I mean? Like, because like, he, you know, he. Uh, essentially, um, who was it? Baron Solomon Rothschild. He was a Baron Rothschild. Solomon Rothschild impregnated, I believe, uh, Marie Schicklgruber, um, and and he was taken away young, right? So he he may have thought someone else was his dad, and uh, you know, just never knew he was Rothschild. Kind of like how like when Pete Buttigieg was running, he he admitted that he had an interview with the CIA, and he said that he botched it. He said that he didn't do it well. But a lot of people have thought, like, yeah, this is totally like a white Barack Obama figure where, you know, he's totally a CIA shill and he's going to be a, 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 you know, passing the same kind of policies that Obama was very pro-government, anti-citizen and all that stuff. Um, He may have not even known that the CIA and the deep state was backing him, but then he didn't gain enough support because he was just a mayor of this town that really doesn't even exist. Right. Whatever town it was. I don't know. I don't even remember it. But. He he clearly had some sort of backing. He got a lot of the same speeches, and he had a lot of the same things that that Obama used as talking points. Um, just didn't have the popularity and didn't have the enough public support. 
um, probably more than Joe Biden does, honestly. But, you know, it is what it is, I guess. But, um, you know, let's get back to, to what we were talking about here with the Nazis. So, I mean, they, they treated these, the, the symbols of the snake as, you know, sacred symbols, as, as opposed to, like, Christians who viewed the snake, obviously, as satanic. You talked about that really well, where... Um, in, in one of our previous episodes where the, the snake started out as a lizard and it was cursed, it got its arms and legs cut off. Um, God smited the lizard for whatever reason and then uh, turned it into a snake. But, um, you know, you do see them, you, you see similarities there where they use the eagle. The Nazis use the eagle a lot and we use the eagle in the United States. This is kind of like feeding into that theory that this is the Fourth Reich. Mm-hmm. Um and we and we do continue to see snakes as evil, right? Um, although you know, what is it? Mexico has the flag with the eagle killing the snake on the cactus, right? Yeah. And that's where they set up Mexico City and all that shit. Um, so it is just kind of interesting when you start looking at all these similarities between Nazi Germany and the current United States. I'm not saying that citizens are part of the Fourth Reich by supporting the the american flag the military and all that stuff it's the government the government is always the problem here so like when i say fuck china it's not the people of china it's the ccp right it's the ruling class of all these companies if i was going to say fuck germany it'd be like angela merkel who's going to quit soon which is weird um when i say fuck the the government it's it's clear who that is cuz i'm not going to sit here and say fuck the united states I'll, I'll you'll never hear me say that um it's it's all just government. It's all these these top people that tie it back to these more uh, sort of demonic or these malevolent forces like the Third Reich. And um, the swastika was also kind of used to represent this supreme deity um, that would be the, the snake, right? So it's believed uh, by the ancient Aryans that like, these are the ones that created the symbol um, back in the Iron Age, they created the uh, the snake symbols, the swastika symbols, and they used it. And they used it in Troy, Greece, Egypt, China, India, Persia, uh, Central America, Scandinavia. I mean, it, it was used all over the place. And it's kind of cool when you get into the meanings and, and how they vary um, by, by you know, these empires and these, these superpowers. So China called the swastika the Thunder Scroll. In Sanskrit, it's all is well or that, uh, that all-seeing eye type thing. The Anglo-Saxons called it the many-footed cross. The Navajos actually used it a lot in um, in symbols. Um, you know, they used it during uh, healing. It was even like a symbol for the sun, I know. And then the uh, Hermetic and other Native Americans used it to represent, um, you know, just, just like God and, and, again, the sun. But it was believed to be like the four corners of the earth, like... Um, you know, the four seasons and the center point was the the North Star, the center point of the universe. And um, again, man, when I show you this picture, it's fucking crazy with the with the Big Dipper. Um, but the Thule Society also used the same symbol, but a circle version. If you if you've seen that, have you seen that symbol? It's like a, it's literally a swastika, but it's a circle instead of a square. And Aleister Crowley actually claimed that the Nazis stole the symbol from him in a pamphlet that he wrote about it in like, I think, 1910. And um uh, Leading up to the Third Reich, Germany actually saw a boom in occult interest and fascination with secret fraternities. Did you see that dual, dual society symbol? Yeah, I, well, it looks like looks like this bowl of set that I had mentioned. Uh, yeah, sorry, the, the ring of Thothamon. Yeah, the god the god in the bowl. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, yeah, they were probably probably uh, worshiping uh, Thoth or whatever. You know what I mean? That's what's interesting. Like when you start getting into Lovecraft and all that stuff, that he's influenced by the Nazis in, in a big way. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's got some G's on there too. Does it? Oh shit! Yeah, it does, man. It's weird. It you know, like when you start seeing these symbols over and over again, this is like what turns people schizophrenic and shit. Is when you start like just constantly seeing the same things yeah. and you're trying to connect things, right? Um, but the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn. I'm sure you've heard of Golden Dawn. I think Golden Dawn is a right wing like group in Greece. I forget, but the the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn was started by three Freemasons in 1887 over there in London. And uh, the Theosophical Society created by none other than Helena P. Blavatsky, which I know you're a fan of, probably, right? You know Blavatsky? I don't know. No? I thought no. you, you would have I thought you've mentioned her a couple times, but um, this was back in 1875. They were all obsessed with occult symbolism. And um, they just wanted to create a better world for what they called the Supreme Race. And Blavatsky even wore uh, the swastika. I, I wasn't sure if it was the swastika or the emblem of the Golden Dawn, uh, but she wore it as like a little brooch, and she believed that it truly did have mystical powers. And I, you know, if you really kind of break down all the information, all the shit that Hitler was able to get done behind the swastika, it does kind of seem to have some sort of mystical powers. It's been used since the dawn of time, essentially. You know what I mean? And and not to press on your uh, fading away from Trump, but doesn't Golden Dawn sound like something that a group of liberals would have been calling him <laughs> during his four years? Golden Dawn, this guy, yeah. This D-O-N. guy shits on a golden, uh, in, a, in a golden toilet. That's a good point, <laughs> honestly. That really is, man. Because, yeah, Golden Dawn, uh, instead of D-A-W-N, it's Golden D-O-N. I mean, uh, he loves gold. He's got all kinds of gold. Um, yeah, I mean, and again, dude, you know, who knows, man, I, I, I'm not going to sit here and say that, that I, uh, that I wish he was in. I just wish that we had better people to choose from. Yep. You know what we I mean? We all agree. We all agree with that. And it just, uh, I mean, but I, I just can't see anyone getting behind Joe Biden. I just don't understand it. You know what I mean? Seeing the way that you don't he, understand it. You can't, you can't see somebody doing it. You don't understand it. Yeah. No, I, I, I can't see logically why someone would support someone like that. Right, right. You know what I mean? Um, just because of, of, I mean, I, the dude's going to die in a couple months, dude. I'm telling you, man. And it's, I'm putting it on record right here. He is going to, he's not going to make it out of one year. I don't think he'll make it till January 20th, 2022, if any of us do. Um, but that's a good point, dude. I'm, I'm kind of tripping out by the Golden Dawn thing. That's a good <laughs> good point. Did you see that somewhere? Did you Google no, that? No, no, no. Literally, it sounded like something that some someone from CNN would have been, would have been calling him. The Golden Dawn. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, this is uh, this is Don Lamone. <laughs> The Golden Dawn strikes again. Yeah, no, it's, it does seem like something. And then you got Chris Cuomo over there fucking egging him on. Um, but, I mean, it's just, it's interesting to me when you start seeing, like, the um, the the shit going over to the West. And a lot of this was Blavatsky. She really wanted to move the uh, esoteric of the East. All that thought, she wanted to move over here to the West, and she kind of settled over there in New York, and and she really kind of set up her operation and started doing some, some creepy shit with the, uh, with the Theosophical Society, and in 1920, Hitler knew he had to brand the Nazi Party as something that could appeal to the masses, right? So this is why he took the swastika, and like Aleister Crowley said, he believes that, um, you know, ten years earlier he he wrote about the swastika. Um, the symbol that was the swastika that, that later became the, the, the Hocken Cruz. Um, but he chose Hitler. That is, he chose the swastika because he knew it was a strong occult symbol. And he believed that just because of the, 
great look to it, right? I mean, the 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 um, what do you call it? Like the just the symmetry, aesthetics. Yeah, the symmetry, just the way that it looked. It would it would get people excited about it. Do you, you know remember? I mean? It's branding. It's do, branding, dude. Do you remember in that episode? It's a recent, more recent episode of uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and um, Frank is like one team. And he's facing uh, the other members of the bar in a game. I think they called it what's that? Charlie, uh, Charlie. You remember the the game episode? Anyway, they came up with a stupid game. It's not Philadelphia, right? No, no, no. It's uh, Charlie Char- McDennis. That's what the game is called. Okay. And uh, one of the things that they have to do for the game is come up with a flag for their team. And Frank puts four Fs, just like the facing the same way. And he like raises it all slowly and shit. It looks scary as fuck. But yes, yeah, it obviously gets you going. Like it's uh, it's a visually satisfying image uh and obviously because it's been used for such good things for for so long sure well and that's the thing man like when when we sit here and we talk about how how much of a powerful symbol the swastika is knowing what we know and what our audience knows it's not a good symbol now right and that's what why it's such a a shame that that this symbol it is a, a great symbol it's a powerful symbol there's some energy it's a sigil right there's some energy that went into it there's some energy that that uh, generations and gener- I mean, millennia, this thing has been used and it was largely positive. And this is why he took this symbol and he's like, let's kill the Jews using this symbol and then let's kill other people with it. Right. Um, and this is why it was so powerful, dude. If you look at the rallies that this dude had, it was fucking insane. And he, like, you wouldn't think that, that he would have so much support, but he had a lot of fucking support. You know, he was a very, very great speaker he was able to to harness it, and then in the Patreon, we're gonna get into, uh, you know, the 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 esoteric knowledge that he and his team had that put in. They put this into their rallies. They they really were fucking huge about making it look like it was a blood sacrifice ritual. Um, and and yeah, like I said, we'll get into that later in the Patreon if you guys uh, uh feel the need to to listen to more of this conversation here. But so yeah, again, I mean, he's just hypnotizing people. Um just to support this cause, which was not a noble cause. Obviously, he and his inner circle believed it was. Clearly, uh, you know, history is written by the winners. Fortunately, he didn't win in this case, but a lot of people do believe that the Nazis just rebranded after World War II, and they did win, and this is why we're in the Fourth Reich currently. Um, But, you know, you mentioned Mein Kampf, and he wrote in Mein Kampf, that a symbol, you know, regarding regarding the swastika, um, this are, these are exact words of his, a symbol it really is. In red, we see the social idea of the movement. In white, the nationalist idea. In the swastika, or it, it was in black, the mission of the struggle for the victory of the Aryan man. So they believed that they were these Aryan men, these descendants of like hybrid gods or the Nephilim or whatever it was. Um, but in just two years... Um, so, th- you know, he started this whole thing off in 1920, and then in 1922, um, it was a, a fully embraced symbol by essentially all of Germany. Uh, but obviously, after the war, like we've been talking about, it just symbolizes, you know, acts of horrific evil. And, um, I mean, it, it is just, it's it's crazy that uh, that we're here with this symbol. And when you show it, if someone has a tattoo of it, uh, it, it could be, it could have been like a, a true symbol of like, you know, someone that's awake, someone that, that knows what's going on. And I don't know if I've told you the story, dude, but you know, in, in, uh, elementary school, we had all, we had to do, uh, we we're studying the, the native Americans 
and like the Anasazi, the the three that kind of settled here. I think it's the Hopi, the Anasazi, and maybe the Navajo that were in the three uh, regions of Arizona. And we had to make hieroglyphics. Like we made little clay tablets, oh, no. and then we had to carve into them. And they gave us symbols that we can use. And like it was like this means this, this means that. And one of the symbols for the sun was the swastika. Yeah. It was straight. I mean, this is Tucson, Arizona public school right, right. here uh, in the nineties. And uh, I knew what it was, but I didn't say anything because, like, my parents always let me watch whatever I wanted to watch. So I knew what the swastika was. And um, one of my best friends used the swastika as his son uh-huh. and made the fucking huge ass thing. And we took our we we took our projects home, and his mom, like, in front of me, kicked his ass, dude. And I was like, "What the fuck's going on?" Yeah. And she was like, "Why did you put a Nazi symbol on your fucking thing?" <laughs> And he was like, it was the sun. Like yeah. we were, we were, we thought it was the sun. And that's the problem, dude. This is why the book burning is such a big deal is because like my parents, they never really censored what I looked into. And so I kind of know, I knew about all that shit at a young age. I, I knew that that was a bad symbol. If you saw that symbol, it was a, it was a bad thing. And he didn't because his parents didn't tell him at that age, you know, we're keep in mind, we're like eight years old, um, maybe a little older, maybe 10, but like. We're seeing the symbol, and and no one knew what it fucking was. Yeah. You know, I feel like I was one of the only people that didn't use the damn swastika as their son in second grade. <laughs> and and you know, this is the problem with book burning when you when you take the knowledge away from people, they're gonna start using these symbols, these evil symbols, as as you know something something positive. Um, but you know, to my teacher's credit, I think it was Miss Wilkinson, uh, probably dead now. She was very old, but you know, to her credit, it was a, it was an accurate. The, you know portrayal of what the indians used as the yeah. sun right yeah. so it wasn't Being really historically her, accurate. she should have been a little more forward yeah. thinking and been like well let's not tell the kids yeah. to use the swastika as the sun because it like i said it it did overrun the the true meaning of it yeah there's no 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 rush to cancel mrs wilkinson at this point I sure think. well she probably canceled herself but <laughs> so yeah i mean with that being said man it's just you know educate your kids don't censor don't book burn Bring back Dr. Seuss. Cancel Dr. Fauci. Okay. Um, but I mean, I, I, I wanted to get more into this book, this uh, The Nazis and the Occult book um, from, again, Paul Rowland. And, you know, all that stuff that I found, it was like pretty easy to access online. Um, very interesting information. But in this book, he has an entire chapter on Satan and the swastika. And it's very interesting, man. Like that was the first chapter that I read. It was one of the later chapters i haven't read the rest of the book yet um but he really breaks it all down it's very very interesting i absolutely recommend the book uh if if you're interested in this type of a, uh, of of topic um but this is kind of where i want to get into like the black propaganda that they were using and uh it's just why so many germans actually went along with with hitler's idea this is what that black propaganda is and it's fascinating dude um, just the way that they were able to tap into all this shit and and really use dark and make it seem like it was good, um, but it was a, there was a a really really deep practice in witchcraft and in the dark arts in Germany leading up to even World War One um, and probably even before that. But just in, in this book, it, it's saying that it was all about you know World War One and and just before that, um, they they really had uh, this breeding ground for black magic. And this this part's really interesting. Um, it's just kind of a, a little clip out of the book here, but um, it, it just reads like this. So the Fuhrer is merely the creature and instrument of forces which for centuries have been making use of this or that dictator, tyrant, or other puppet, 
Joe Biden, notoriety for further their own arcane intentions, which in a word are the creation of their own general chaos and the final destruction of humanity. So this is what what uh, Spence was talking about, where he's saying that they'll use these kind of empty suits and these people to just kind of run their own agendas and to to um, you know have this one guy that's at the front of you know the the power structure. He's the figurehead, kind of like the you know the prime minister um, uh, of whatever country, um, the president. I mean, there's there's clearly there's other people, there's other entities running what is truly going on here. Um, but I mean, Spence practically, you know, he believed that every European revolution was, uh, instigated by those who wanted to overthrow Christianity. Christianity is always under attack in Spence's mind. And, and, you know, a lot of other people believe the same thing. Um, so therefore there must be some malevolent force pushing these dictators to go after Christians. And what would be wanting to go after Christians? It'd be like demonic forces, right? In these people's opinions. So, I mean, I hope that you guys enjoyed that portion so far. I want to see you all over at the Patreon, Dangerous World Patreon. Um, really, really interesting stuff that, I mean, like the freaking Nazis, man, they're always really fascinating to me, man. Um, just the way that they were able to kind of capture this audience and really get so many people to do so many horrible things. Um, but I mean, what else is going on, dude? We got to finish this up here, but... Just a just a real bunch of jerks, those guys. They're a bunch of mean guys, man. <laughs> I will let me let me post my my flag here a little bit. I think uh, that there is actually a little bit more, a little bit scarier things that we have to deal with on a daily basis. A little bit more nefarious things when you look at the Nazis as not something controlled from outside, definitely controlled from above by people because they have a hierarchical structure, just like everybody, just like every other country at that time, um, but that you don't have to be a bad person to do terrible things. Sure. You don't have to have some evil in you. And I would argue the government is just an extension of the people. There are some very key differences, but they yeah. come they come from the people. Uh, Hitler was democratically elected. And um, that's why we got to check ourselves at the ballot box here, because in my view, we don't need some wizard, some overlord, some supernatural power to, to do all the things that they did. And, uh, yeah, and that that should I think keep us um, keep us keep us vigilant at the ballot box, like I mentioned, and um, maybe not as uh, as you know, maybe you don't have to look out as much for like wizards and, and and old numerology and stuff like that. But there are definitely there's energy that goes into certain things, though. As we're gonna get into the Patreon, like the the they constructed the rallies for Hitler in such a way to where they were playing off of people. And we see, they're playing off of people's ignorance, obviously. But then we see this in like the Black Lives Matter movement. Like, do you know the three founders of Black Lives Matter, mm -hmm. the three ladies? So you got Opal Tometi, uh, Patrice Cullors, and then there's one other woman that I can't remember off the top of my head. But there's a, a ceremony that they're doing. And the I think it was Patrice Cullors, who is a, a Marxist, right? She's saying, everyone close your eyes, and I want you all to imagine this. That's ritualistic, having everyone close their eyes, and everyone in the audience does it because they're following her like sheep. Everyone closes their eyes, and they imagine the same thing. They're all thinking the same thing. There's power in that, believe it or not. If people sit there, I mean, Joe Rogan's had people on where, where um, the, I forget who it was. It was some, I think it was an Indian guy, Red Dot Indian. 
saying like the universe will give you what you want if you focus on one thing. But most people are so distracted by saying, I want money. I want a nice car. I want a nice house. Um, I want my, my, my relationship with my wife or my husband to be better. Um, but if you just focus on one thing, you'll usually get that. And that's what a lot of these rich people understand, man. Donald Trump understands that very well. Um, I was going to say, there's nothing intrinsically bad about that kind of a ritual. I mean, I think that's what happens every time people pray, right? Sure. Yeah. But I, if you're using it for your own selfish agenda, it's very, very fucked up. If you're, if you're harnessing a lot of people's energy, and I'm not, I'm not picking on Black Lives Matter here, even though I can't fucking stand that group. Right. But, I mean, it's the same, same uh, practices that Black Lives Matter is using as... Donald Trump's using and as as the Nazis were using, you know, what I mean, they're all the same at the top. They seem to be the same right now. The reason that I do support Trump, even though my, my support is kind of, you know, fluttering a little bit is because uh, of the policies that were America first. That That is my thing, because I live here. If I if I'm protecting my home. I care about my home more than I care about my neighbor's home. You know what I mean? But people are like, well, it's different at a national level. No, it's not. You know what I mean? You protect your area first, and then you protect others. A lot of people think that we're good here, but we're not, man. So um, we will we will definitely be talking about this. The next free episode that we're putting out is the uh, 45 Steps to Communism. It's going to be a very interesting thing. A lot of current events that we're talking about in that one. So I hope you look forward to that. And I hope that we see a lot of you guys over at the Patreon, man, because we're doing some cool things over there. A lot more content. A lot, lot, lot easier to access, too. So um, thank you guys for your support. Keep tuning in to the Dangerous World. Buy the t-shirts. Fucking support us, man. This isn't all free shit. I mean, this is free, I guess, technically. But just support us. Don't be dicks. Support, okay? But I love you guys either way. Have a great time, great night, great day, great afternoon, whatever you're doing. Take care. Peace, comrades.